Welcome to The Baseball Show, Chicago's only interactive nightly show focused on the Cubs, the White Sox, and Major League Baseball. On radio, on app, on podcast. Listen to the show your way on ESPN 1000 or the new ESPN Chicago app. The Baseball Show, presented by Goose Island Beer Company on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. It's the baseball show. Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Where to start, Abdallah? Uh, the White Sox already won today. 10-3, to Dallas Keuchel. Six innings pitched, three earned runs, seven strikeouts. The bats were alive, so the White Sox get another victory after Lucas Giolito throws the no-hitter yesterday. And we're keeping our eyes on the Cubs and the Tigers set to start in about seven minutes. In Detroit, Jason Hayward will not partake in tonight's action. Yeah, he uh, he pulled himself out of the game. He's a quote healthy scratch. He talked to manager David Ross and said he doesn't he does not, you know, feel in the place to play. As we saw, you know, the uh, all of the NBA games tonight were canceled. The Reds and the Brewers games uh, have been those that one game has been canceled. The Giants and the Dodgers are discussing, you know, postponing their game. I know the WNBA. Has uh, they had a heated debate where they were talking about canceling? They decided not to. But every I just read that every seven minutes they're going to stop playing in uh, to in to bring light this to bring the situation to light. Uh, excuse me, but yeah. So and then more so before the the Twitter backlash because we're already seeing it. Jesse commented on it that saying that the Cubs were not in support of Jason Hayward. He told them to play. He said, you guys go play. You guys keep playing. I'm pulling myself out. You guys go play. He told them to go play. So could they have said, no, we're with you. We're not going to play. We're going to, you know, either whatever, postpone or take the forfeit or whatever Major League Baseball decides to do. I'm sure the Tigers would have, you know, in solidarity with them, decided not to play as well. But ultimately, this is Jason Hayward's decision. He chose to make it, and he also chose to tell the Cubs that if you want to play, please go play tonight against the Tigers and get a win. Yeah, and we're keeping our eyes on all of it. And uh, the event that you're talking about was on Sunday when Jacob Blake was shot Mm -hmm. seven times by a police officer in Kenosha, Wisconsin. The unrest that's taken place this week because of it in Kenosha, Wisconsin, the riots that took place over the last couple of evenings and and what took place there last night um, has really sent the sports world into a situation where the players are standing up. They're using their platforms. They're using their voices. And it's something we will continue to watch tonight. Like we said, the Brewers and the Reds will not play tonight. Uh, The Brewers said that they were joining the NBA teams and not playing. They're protesting this evening. And the Reds joined the Brewers in accepting that that was going to take place. We're watching the other games in Major League Baseball to see what takes place there. And our eyes are fixated on the Chicago Cubs. And that's where we start with our first pitch. The first pitch. Play ball. Throwing out the first pitch. And I have to say, this was rather impressive. On the baseball show. Right. There's your first pitch and then some. On ESPN 1000. So originally today, uh, Jason Hayward was in the lineup for the Cubs and the Tigers. That game is set to start at 6-10. Um, 
Adam, you mentioned the backlash already starting on social media because the Cubs are set to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a new lineup. Hayward not in the lineup. Uh, and you have uh, people suggesting that the Chicago Cubs should not be playing this game to show support to Jason Hayward, to show support for the Black Lives Matters movement, uh, to show support to the other sports individuals and players and, mm-hmm. and teams who are not partaking tonight. Uh, and that's where we start this conversation, 312-332-3776. Is it going to be a bad look if the Cubs go on and play today and Jason Hayward is the only one not participating. No, and now actually the WNBA has decided that none of their games will be played as well. So another sport that will not play tonight. I Look, I can see both sides of the argument here. I can see where if I'm Jason Hayward and I say I'm not playing, but I want you guys to go get that win... Like, is he secretly, not secretly, but is he in the back of his mind saying, I hope these guys are in solidarity with me, like the the Brewers and the Reds and maybe the Giants and the Dodgers tonight, and say, hey, let's not play tonight. You know, um, I think that there are a few Cubs like Jason Hayward, like Jason Kipnis that have been at the forefront of this and trying to create change with uh, Sam Acho going out into the community and, and we, we they were with Trubisky and they were with a few other players to show solidarity out in the community and change bring change to the community. So this means a lot to him. He's he's obviously a black man playing sports at a very high level, you know, and he believes he has a platform to to make his voice heard. And by him not playing it's obviously making his voice heard and saying he stands in solidarity with the NBA players, with the WNBA players now, with the Brewers, with the Reds, with everybody, right? I think it would be the, personally, in my opinion, I'm not mad that they're playing if they choose to play, but also it would be nice if they did show solidarity and say, you know what, we're not going to play tonight because our guy doesn't, doesn't we're not playing, right? I'm, I, right I, I now w- the Mariners have also decided... Uh, to not play, they have a an MLB leading ten black players on their on their roster. Uh, according to Bob Nightingale, they are not going to play tonight as well. Yeah, I'm not mad if they do play. I think it's a poor look though, mm-hmm. because you should support someone who. And, and here, here's why I think it's a poor look. It's not like Jason Hayward is the only one fighting this cause. Like you should also feel compelled to support the cause as well. So, like, if you have a teammate who feels that strongly, who doesn't want to play tonight to support Black Lives Matter and and support the protests that are going on, how can you not support your teammate? Yeah. And I, I get that he may tell them to go play, uh, but it's baseball. We've seen already in this baseball season, it's easy, easy to make these games up. Well, They've played many doubleheaders. There are seven-inning de- doubleheaders. I mean, this game against the Tigers doesn't really matter even no. though the, the Cubs lost last night um seven to one even though they should be taking care of business against a pathetic Tigers team and according to you know according to one pitcher for the Reds Jesse Biddle he posted this on his Instagram he you know took a screenshot of the Brewers and Reds decide not to play tonight like a bleacher report thing and on top of it he wrote Reds fans we will play to baseball tomorrow But tonight, pray for Jacob's family and reflect on the impact we all have on this world. Every word you say matters. Every statement you make matters. Every decision you make matters. And every black life matters. So this is a, you know... we We might not be talking about this if this wasn't taking place. And that's kind of the point. 
of the thought with baseball players and with NBA players is that if we don't play, you have to, you have to talk about this. You have to talk about it because this is what this is why we're choosing to not play games because of this reason, and we're fed up with you know we want to change. During the protest, the NBA players almost didn't go to the bubble. They went and decided it'd be better. It'd be they'd make a greater impact if they did go. Obviously, it's not worked, and so now they're taking even more drastic measures by maybe not playing the rest of the season. One final note of the Cubs and the Tigers before the game officially starts: uh, John Lester's two and one with a five point oh six ERA. He's on the mound for the Cubs tonight. He was lit up by the White Sox in his last outing, looking to bounce back tonight. As the Cubs are on the field, uh, taking on the Tigers as we speak. Let's go to Lewis and Wheaton. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Lewis? Hey, what's going on, guys? Um, so this whole thing has been made even worse by uh, that kid Kyle Rittenhoff or whatever the heck his name is, going up and lighting up protesters and being able to walk up to the cops with his gun drawn without harassment. I mean, it's made all that worse. So now what the Cubs are looking bad. But it, they look even worse knowing that, that a white guy was able to go up to cops who are there watching protesters for a cop shooting an unarmed guy. Now you have the one black guy on your team who's sitting out, and you can't even support him? Like, that's, that's ridiculous. This is a horrible look, and I'm, I'm at a loss for words now. Take it away. Thanks, Lewis. Thank you for the phone call. Last night, um, I didn't see that footage last night until I woke up this morning, mm-hmm. and I was, uh, it's horrific. Yeah, it's horrific that there are individuals that think that that's something they can do. It's horrific the way people react to that. It, the whole situation is just appalling. And so you see the videos and I was stuck in like a video loop this morning where I just kept watching more and more videos of people running from gunshots mm-hmm. and, and what was happening last night in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And it just put me in the worst mood because it just has to stop. Well, that's the problem. The problem is that we have people in the in America that believe that they can go out and self police. You know, they they're you know the, the the people that went to keep the quote keep the peace with the police officers yeah. only ended up doing more harm. This is a seventeen year old kid from Antioch. Why are you up in Cano- like they arrested him in Antioch? He's not a kid. 17. I get it. Walking around with a gun like that. That's not Not a kid. kid. My point. Okay. A young person. He's a 17 year old walking around with a gun. It bothers me because when you throw a kid on headlines and stuff, people somehow turn it into like a, a, it it, it softens the blow of what uh, someone who murdered someone last night. Anybody that thinks, I mean, we've seen it throughout all of these protests is people think that because they own guns, they can go out and self-police, and that's not the way this is supposed to be. You're causing more damage. You're causing more harm. People are More people are dead because of what this guy did yesterday, or uh, last night, during the protest. And he's been arrested and already charged with first-degree murder, as he should be. And it's ridiculous that people think that they have the right to go out and take action against other people who are protesting police brutality and police violence. So uh, we have a lot to get to here on the baseball show. We are with you until 8 o'clock tonight. Black and Abdallah with you here on ESPN 1000. The phone lines are open for you. 312-332-3776. The one thing that we will always remind you, uh, at least from this show, 
uh, is when we talk about issues like this, uh, we even mentioned it back in June when we were on the air, the day after there were riots going on here in this city, uh, over the different situations that have taken place of injustice around the country. You got to vote. Uh, November's right around the co- corner. Make sure that you know how you can vote, how you're registered to vote. If you're planning on voting by mail, have a backup plan perhaps, because uh, you got to vote to change things going forward. We'll address the White Sox. They get a big victory earlier today and also last night. Coming up next. This is the Baseball Show with Black and Abdallah. On Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. This is the show about the show. You been in the show, man? This is the Baseball Show. Yeah, I was in the show. On Chicago's home for sports. Greatest days of my life. ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. We're keeping our eyes on the Cubs game. They are in the bottom of the first inning. We go to Bill in McKinley Park. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Bill? Hey, guys. How's it going? It's going all right, man. What's up? Uh, you know, I was just going to kind of respond to the last caller. Uh, I did. Uh, I'm actually pretty disappointed in the Cubs uh, for playing. You know, of course, I love watching them play. But, uh, you know, I during the summer, they kind of took COVID very seriously. Um, there was a lot of buy-in with the Cubs for that. You know, they had Rizzo and Lester share their experiences. You know, we saw the the fruits of that. The Cubs, you know, they're knock on wood. One of the, you know, they haven't had any uh, major COVID issues. Um, and their, you know, their model this year is all <clears throat> all in. So it's kind of, you know, it kind of disappoints me when uh, Jason Hayward is sitting out and no one's kind of supporting them. Also, I'm just kind of di- disappointed in the players' union. Uh, they kind of fought for uh, them being safe uh, playing, and you know, the point of the union is everyone kind of has a voice and. You see some of these players sitting out, and their teammates not really supporting them. So, just just to me, I still love the Cubs, but this is just a really bad take for them. Um, you know, it's really tough decisions, but they have to kind of have to walk a mile in someone else's shoes. Yeah, thank you for the call, Billy. We appreciate and, it. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. And let me say this: I I like the Cubs. I'm a Cubs fan. I like the Cubs. They're a good team. They're a fun team, but. The stuff with it's hard to root for a team that is constantly trying to tell you that they don't want you to be a part of it. Because when the Ricketts emails came out as a Muslim and Tom Ricketts came on the radio station and he said, we're going to do all this stuff. And we're gonna have all these uh, these things happen, and we're gonna we're gonna make I, like. And I said it. I came on the air, and I said, "Look, this is just gonna end up being a Muslim night at the park, and they're gonna say they're gonna make a contribution to something, and it's gonna yeah. go away." And they they assured they assured that that's not what it was gonna be, and it's exactly what it was. It's exactly what it was. And I know it's his dad, and it's not him, and it's not. And I get that people are like, well, it's not the players, and that's fine. And then you get to today where. You should be in solidarity with Jason Hayward. And at first, like, I was like, okay, I guess go play. But, like, the more I think about it and the more I see solidarity with the NBA and the Bucks are speaking right now and with the WNBA and their entire league, it's either all of us or none of us. And with the Brewers, all of us or none of us. The Reds, the, maybe the Giants and the, uh, the uh, Dodgers later tonight. The Mariners, 
You know, you see all of this going on, and it's either all of us or none of us. Why not this team? Why isn't Anthony Rizzo? Why isn't Javi Baez? Why isn't, you know, John Lester? Why aren't these guys saying it's all of us take the field or none of us take the field? Jason Hayward's a leader in that clubhouse. Jason Hayward is... It probably has the most historical thing about the White Sox or the White, the Cubs World Series run that none of us will ever know. And that's the speech that he gave during the uh, rain delay during Game 7 of the World Series. And you don't have this guy's back? I know he told you to go play. But that's when your leaders, when the, the real leaders on your team step up and say either we're all going out or none of us are going out. And I don't care if we take another L against the Tigers, whatever, forfeiture, whatever. It doesn't matter. So to me, as much as I want to believe that he's cool with this and he might be cool with this, it's just an awful look from a team that keeps having awful looks. Just one after the other, whether it's the, whether it's the family, whether it's you know, how they've been handling their business in, in, uh, in the neighborhoods. Whether it's and whether it's today with taking the field, it's just another bad look. And honestly, it's continues to be hard to root for this team. Black and Abdallah here on the baseball show talking about the Cubs right now because Jason Hayward is not playing tonight. Uh, he is protesting the uh, shooting of Jacob Blake seven times in the back in Kenosha, Wisconsin, on Sunday by a police officer. He's not playing tonight, but the Cubs are on the field taking on the Tigers right now. They are in the top of the they're in the bottom of the first inning. John Lester on the mound. So I think what will the optics will look worse for the Chicago Cubs if more of these games tonight continue to get canceled around Major League Baseball. Uh, we saw that Milwaukee and the Cincinnati Reds agreed not to play earlier today. So that game, which was scheduled to take place in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, will not play. Uh, You mentioned the Dodgers and the Giants. We still have about two and a half hours until we get to that point. That game is scheduled for for 8.45 Central Time tonight to play out in San Francisco. There's the Mariners and the Padres. That game is a late game as well. 8.10 Central Time for the first pitch of that game. So they have time to figure that out. But... Mm -hmm. If the Royals and the Cardinals don't play, if the Athletics and the Rangers, a 7.05 Central Time first pitch, if they don't play, if the rest of baseball tonight does not play, you're right. It, it seems as if the Cubs have put Jason Hayward on an island by himself, standing up for something that certainly means a heck of a lot to a lot of people. Let's go to Mark and Antioch. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Mark? Hey, guys. I like the new show. I'm listening to you guys, but I got some major complaints with as far as it- the authorities have not come out and said that this Mr. Blake was unarmed, that he didn't. By the video seen here, he resisted arrest on a felony warrant and was told to stop, went to get back in the car. I, I find it really hard to believe that any cop in today's political climate and the way things are after George Floyd is going to shoot someone seven times in the back while he's reaching into the vehicle without some justification. Well, Mark, isn't that the problem? Isn't that exactly what they're protesting against? Is that with this happening in this climate, it continues to happen? That's the sickening part about this? But we don't have the whole story. The the investigators haven't even done the damn job yet. Do we know... Has anyone said that he did not have a gun with a man who's got a prior gun charge waving it around in a bar in Racine? 
Do we know he didn't have a knife, as, as has been speculated online? Do we know there wasn't more going on here? No. We're all just jumping to a, a conclusion of police brutality. Well, no, Mark, you know what it. was reported? And I'm going to put you on hold there. Uh, you know what was reported? He had three kids in the His back of that car. kids were in the car. Like, even if you... He, he even, was breaking up a fight between two other individuals. And you don't... To me, I'm not a cop, obviously. I'm sitting here talking to you. You, you don't... You don't use that kind of force unless you're absolutely provoked. Like me reaching for, here's the difference. You and I get pulled over, right? Yeah. The cop's not worried about me reaching into my pocket for my wallet or my glove compartment for my wallet. That's the problem. The problem is every time a black person gets pulled over, they got to make sure, all right, my hands are at 10 and 2. I've got my wallet out. I've got my ID out. I've got everything ready to go. This is not, this is going to be okay as long as I don't, like, we don't worry about it. Like, we get, like, you, like, like, you see it all the time that people get away with so much. I mean, this, this guy with this gun yesterday was walking up and fraternizing with the police before he shot and killed two people. Mark, I didn't want to hang up on you. So I just, I'm going to let you go again. Okay. Oh, so, you know, no, it, listen. I've got a bunch of cop friends up here in the North Burbs. They are all on edge. Yeah. You can't tackle a guy who's got a knife because then there's a video of you tackling a guy out in the street. You can't shoot a guy because obviously this comes out. Point being is I guarantee you that me or either one of you two, if you're reaching for something or not following an order or doing anything that puts a cop on edge and they're all on edge right now, it's an issue. It's not a black thing. It's not. It's not. And if you want to talk about his kids in the car, you better dig into that criminal record. Well, hopefully the the investigators will. And if there is something there, they'll figure that out. But I don't think ever that you could suggest that uh, lethal force is ever necessary. I mean, they shot the dude seven times in the back in front of his kids. I don't care what kind of record you have. That doesn't justify i mean if he's got a record and he's he's out of police custody he's obviously paid somewhat of dues or or whatever it is right and he's out in society he's supposed to be a contributing member of society he's out with his three kids you can't shoot a man in the back seven times in front of his kids and expect nothing to happen rowan on the south side you're on espn 1000 what's up man hey what's going on man how you doing we're good how are you i'm good i'm good uh, I just wanted to piggyback off of your host's uh, final comment, man. I I could care less what he did, like you said, man. You cannot use lethal force, regardless of what this man's prior record was. Like your co-host just said as well, if he's out of police custody, he obviously has served some time out on bail, whatever. I mean, I don't know the guy. I don't know the cop. But you can't use lethal force regardless what this man's record was. Lethal force is not the answer. It's just not, man. Thanks for your call, Rond. We appreciate it. All right. Thank you. 312-332-3776. Black and Abdallah here on The Baseball Show. The Baseball Show with Black and Abdallah. Week 96 on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. This is The Baseball Show. Catch up on your time. Click the Baseball Show tile for the podcast on the new ESPN Chicago app. 
The Baseball Show, presented by Goose Island Beer Company. On ESPN 1000. Chicago's home for sports. Jason Hayward is not playing for the Chicago Cubs tonight. The Cubs are on the field in the top of the second inning. Let's go to Salim and Elgin. You're on ESPN 1000. We're talking to you at 312-332-3776. What's up, Salim? Hey, guys. Thanks so much for taking my call. Uh, I just wanted to call in. I, I was listening to that last caller that, you know, just, uh, you know, blatantly saying it's not about a race and it's not a race issue. You know, to me, I wonder with people like that that continually have that opinion, how many how many people in the black community do they have a conversation with? I, I seriously wonder that because you have an entire community, entire group of people continually telling how they feel harassed and how they are being treated. We're seeing constant videos of these things happening. Uh, you can you can forget about let's let's forget about the J- Jacob Blake situation. A guy like Philando Castiel, he had no criminal record. He was a law-abiding citizen, and it still happened to him. So the whole argument that people are still have this opinion that it's absolutely not about race, it, I just that blows my mind. And I would implore people that are thinking that way still, like, please get out of the, you know, the bubble the, 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 that you're in. Go talk to these people that ha- are experiencing it. Have a long conversation with them, and not just one person, multiple people. And then you will understand and see. Look, it's not just it's not just a made up media driven issue. It's really happening. Uh, and and again, there's even statistics out there show that disproportionately black people are being targeted more and in, in, in bad ways. So. That's that's was my frustration about that call, and I wanted to call in and just you know have uh, give my opinion and give my uh, point of view on it. Good call, Salim. We appreciate it, man. Here's what I know: to Mark, who called in earlier and said that police are on edge. What's more on edge, a guy driving around with his family, or a guy walking up to you with an assault rifle during a protest? What what, what more puts you up on it? Take race out of it. Take race out of it. The the dude is gray for all I care. Who yeah. walks up to you? Yeah. You're driving, or you pull over a guy for a traffic stop. He's got three kids in his car, or the guy, as people are looting and there's a protest going on, is walking up to you with an assault rifle. Which one? Which one puts you more on edge? You don't have to answer. Rhetorical yeah. question. Well, I, I would answer you don't the have assault to rifle. Yeah. yeah, you don't have. Yeah, you, I mean, I I figured as much. I figure most people. 99.999% of people would say the dude with the assault rifle. Yeah. Uh, Salim makes a good point, too. It, a lot of this is uh, life perspective and who you've been around and who you grew up around and what you've been experienced to throughout your life. Uh, we're both from Libertyville. I grew up in Libertyville. 18 years in Libertyville. Fantastic. It's basically Pleasantville. It's literally called Libertyville. I, the little downtown area. I mean, <laughs> I don't think one crime ever took place in the 18 years I, I spent growing up in Libertyville. It's a beautiful place to raise a family. But definitely my life perspective changed when I started going to school in downtown Chicago at Columbia College here in the South Loop. Because all different types of people go to school 
from this one melt into this one melting pot. Mm-hmm. It opened my eyes. Oh, there's different people other than me. It, it's something that I had to experience to understand other people's background and where they come from and 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 why uh, we are the way we are. And sometimes I, I feel as if uh, not enough people get life experience where they're willing to see life from someone else's perspective. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Alex and Wheeling. You're on ESPN 1000. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I was pretty pretty happy with the Bucks today. Like, usually when I hear about protests and boycotting, I'm always trying to figure out, like, what, what are you doing this for? Like, what what's the end result? And today, I know what was reported after they announced the boycott. They were on the phone with the Wisconsin Attorney General, just, like, talking to them. Um, I'm assuming trying to figure out what's going on, trying to get some justice. But I think that's what we're all trying to do right now, just get as much information as we can. And, and I mean, they put they put their money where their mouth is right away. And I, I give them a lot of props that these guys went out there and said, like, we're not playing today. And the first thing we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to talk to our state's representatives and, and try and get something done. So big fan and you know we always want to go to sports right now because it gives us a good distraction from all this and i think when people are heated as they are like we need that two-hour break that's why we watch it that's why i listen to you guys all the time but um you know we got to take take some time to reflect and i think the bucks are definitely leading the charge on this one thanks guys thanks alex thank you for the phone call and the nba really leading the charge it canceled all their games today there are some baseball games not playing tonight the reds and the Brewers will not play the Padres game with the Mariners. That game will not pl- take place tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Cubs and the Tigers are playing. The White Sox played earlier today. WNBA um, canceled all their games. Tonight. WNBA not playing. Uh, Jason Hayward sitting out of the Cubs game. Healthy scratch tonight uh, because of the same issues uh, that we are all kind of facing and dealing with here in the world right now, especially in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Let's go to Javi in Oak Lawn. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Javi? Hey, what's up, guys? Huge fan of the show. Huge fan of you guys. Um, but I, uh, I'm having a little bit of a problem with you guys, um, not because I'm a Cubs fan, but saying that the Cubs are wrong for taking the field. Um, did did Shaq and, and uh, Chuck walk off the set with Kenny today? No, only Kenny walked off. So do you think that Shaq and Chuck don't stand with Kenny? No, it's a good point. And li- listen, I don't think that the Cubs are necessarily wrong. I'm just saying that I understand why there's backlash taking place, that they're and not supporting under- Jason Hayward. And I understand 100%, but at the same time, as uh, just reported, Jason Hayward, yeah. didn't, it did not sound like Jason Hayward had a problem with it. I think the biggest point that uh, I want to make is that we have to respect what people decide to do and stop trying to force everyone to pick a side. Just because they're not, just because they're on the field, doesn't mean they're not standing with their guy. I think Jason Hayward has enough rank in that locker room to be like, guys, we're not playing, and and the team will follow. But if he's deciding it to make it more of a personal decision, just like Kenny did, I think we have to respect both sides and let it play out and not judge based on what they're doing today. Yeah, I appreciate the call, Javi. And I, I think, and Adam, you, you can uh, speak for yourself, obviously, but I think the point you were trying to make earlier is that to you, there seems to be a a list of things that have bothered you with the way the Cubs have, have handled race relations in the past. Yeah, well, to me, it's always been the front office and the ownership, you know, like... I'm not trying to get political here. Like, obviously, these are these aren't these shouldn't be political issues. Like, these are human issues. You know, we we 
as a society need to do better for all of our citizens. So I'm not trying to be political, but we know where the Ricketts money is. It goes, you know, it's no secret where the Ricketts send their money and their donations and and uh, choose to who they fund politically. Okay, we also know about the emails that the father sent. And I know the father's not an owner of the team, but he gave Ricketts the money for the team. And trust me, I'm sure he gets some of the profits of the team. That's usually how businesses work. I've seen succession. Um, I have not. How does business work? Please inform me. They all get money. Oh, okay. Um, And so. Is it any good? I was also as a, as a, I'm not, I'm not trying to take away from what happened in Kenosha. I'm just detailing what is going on with the Cubs and their relation with the Muslim community and, and how they deal with Muslims and how they deal with people um, of that of, of that religion and was told that there would be more done after that take place other than just the, oh, he's not my father. He doesn't represent me. Here's a Muslim night. Throw out the first pitch, call it a day, right? Um, and then put, you know, like when the Cubs have commercials, you put like a, it's like a United Colors of Benetton commercial, you know? There's the white guy, the black guy, right. the Hispanic guy, and then yes. someone in a hijab, in a Muslim hijab. And that's, that's essentially what they did. Um, they basically just commercialized it and then it, but it but before then it was always not on the field right i could always say there's jason hayward there's javi Baez, there's john lester i live by john lester i see him out in lakeview all the time he's a great person great to fans when they come up to him people tend to leave him alone great guy by all accounts that you and i have had with cubs players you know, you've dealt with Anthony Rizzo having worked with Cap before. Yeah. We've dealt with various, like with Jason Hayward and all the great guys, you know? So I could always separate that. To me personally, it would have been nice if the Cubs showed solidarity with, with Jason Hayward and said, you know what? If you're not going out there, we're all not going out there with you because we support these views. We support your right to protest. We support the need to be more attention. And like, yeah, they're playing, there's no score. And if they score, I don't really care because there's more important things going on right now. And should they be playing this game? I don't think they should be. Now, if Jason Hayward had said, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to post something and I'm going to speak about it. And, you know, like, let me po- let me talk about it on Zoom after the game. Like, let me be the player that's out there on Zoom after the game after Ross. And he wanted to do that. But I still think it's important that we play the game. Fine. By all means, support him. He wants to be out there playing with his friends, with his guys. But if he chooses not to, they should also support him. That's, I mean, I just, that's just me. I can understand if you feel, as our last caller said, as Javi said, you know, he told his players to go play, then go play. To me, that's kind of like, you know, when your wife says, yeah, go ahead, play golf for, play, play two days of golf. Go ahead, leave me here with the kids. Go ahead. See how that works out for Go you. ahead. See how that works out. Go ahead. Like, I just, I'm not in Jason Hayward's head, though, so I don't know what he's thinking. Let's go to Raphael and Juliet. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Raphael? Hey guys, how you doing? We're all right, man. What's so, up? Well, I'm just calling to piggyback off Salim's call because the Philando case really, really upsets me when you read the reason why he was pulled over, and it was just because he looked like a robbery suspect because he had a wide set nose, and like that frustrates me. I also want to share so like uh, last week I was downtown. Um, I'm, I'm in Joliet, obviously, so I don't get to the city that much. But I was downtown eating at Ostrovala at a restaurant, and they're outside, and a panhandler, an African American panhandler, came up, started asking for money. I don't know what was said between him and the rest and the restaurant people, but he was getting agitated. He was like, F, uh, you know, the, the restaurant was like, call the, we're going to have to call the cops on you. And he got even more agitated. 
And some random dude sitting there eating got up, pulled him to the side, and, you know, they talked. I don't know what was said. And he walked away. And I'm like, why is it so hard for police to de-escalate a situation like this? Because I honestly felt like, oh, my gosh, am I going to see something right now? Right. It's like, I, I just don't understand why we don't ask more for police officers when, like, civilians can do it. Thanks for the call, Raphael. We appreciate it. Coming up next, uh, we will have our stat of the night because Lucas Giolito threw a no-hitter yesterday, and this is the baseball show, so we're going to do the stat of the night coming up next. This is the baseball show. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Ah, this hour is brought to you by our great partner at Twin Peaks. Their Oak Brook and Warrenville locations are now open. Go support them and enjoy some Eats, drinks, and scenic views. Cubs, Sox, Major League Baseball. This is the Baseball Show with Black and Abdallah. Presented by Goose Island Beer Company. On Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. We have the stab of the night coming up in just a moment. Giolito threw a no-header yesterday. If you miss Lucas Giolito on Waddle and Sylvie, the podcast is on the ESPN Chicago app. Check it out. Let's go to Marcus in Palatine. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Marcus? Hey, what's happening, BA? Black and Abdallah, much congratulations to you guys. Thanks, much man. Much deserved. You guys deserve the show, man. You guys are awesome. Appreciate it. What's Thank going you. on? Thank you. Hey, um, guys, to be serious, man, and um, I was just talking to your producer, so let's be honest. If both of, if all of us kind of miss our day of working, I'll, I'll preface it this way. I'm a white guy, okay? Yes, I am. But all I really want to know is, guys, if we miss work or we do certain things, we're definitely going to, stuff's going to happen to us. I totally get it. With the whole protest tonight, and I understand nothing's great, and this is horrible. It's absolutely horrible. But what message are we actually trying to get across tonight by not supporting or not playing your games or not even coming across the telecast to say what you want to? I mean, I'm I'm going from left field to right field here because it's a lot of mixed emotions right now. We all know it's not right. But, I mean, it just you get what I'm trying to say right now? I'm really at a loss for words right now because I don't know what is the right thing to do right now. It's kind of weird. Well, Marcus, I mean, Marcus, really this is, is uh, this is what uh, the NBA players have the platform because what took place was the Milwaukee Bucks stayed in their locker room and they yes. got on the phone the Attorney General of the state of Wisconsin. So, so like they are using their platform to try and force change to find try and make a difference. I get it. You, me, it, yeah. Perhaps if we say that we, we're not going to show up for our jobs, yeah, it probably is not going to be great for us. But, like, if you have the platform and you can make a statement, you can do something like this, isn't this exactly why the NBA players put Black Lives Matter on the court and why yeah. they, they have the platform they do? Absolutely. And that's why, in my in just my opinion, and like I said, everybody's got a different one, but putting yourselves out there and supporting your movement and everything else I would think would be 100% great. And, I mean, every day we go to work, we try and keep up everything, and we're always trying to do the right thing. At least I know I am. I try and be a good person. I mean, if you grow up in the city, it's a big melting pot anyway. So I don't see color. I don't see race. 
I see everybody as a good person or a bad person. It's just, man, I just, now it's called up in the sports and everything now. And yes, we want everything to be the correct way, the political way, but man, it's just, it leaves you for a loss right now. You're sitting, I'm sitting here in the garage having a drink, watching the Cubs game. And I'm like, turn the bath. No, you can't turn the, no, okay. Well, I mean, thank thank you for the call, Marcus. Marcus, I'll say this. And I, I know, I know, I, I understand what you're trying to say. By saying you don't see color, you just see good people and bad people. I understand that. And I, I understand it's coming from a place of good. And I know that's what, that's what you mean. And it's not coming from uh, uh, with ill intentions. But that's the, the point is that black people want to be seen. They want to be seen as individuals. And for people to realize that they aren't afforded the same opportunities and the same rights as people. Chris and I were just talking about it during the break. Chris gets pulled over, it's completely different than if a black man or black woman gets pulled over. Completely different. Chris is still nervous because you're getting pulled over by the police. You're like, oh my God, was I speeding? What am I doing? Well, I get oh, nervous by a lot I, of am things, I gonna so. get it? Am I going to get a ticket? How much is this going to cost me? Those are minor issues compared to what black people think about when they get pulled over. That's the point. This guy got pulled over. He was shot seven times for reaching for something underneath his seat in front of his kids in the back and he was tased like he was shot tased in front of his kids like this shouldn't be and you shouldn't be worried like the police are supposed to be here are here to serve the community right they're here to serve and protect it says serve and protect not kill serve and protect and a caller earlier said they're on edge there's dudes walking around with Assault rifles that are also serving and protecting, they're causing more harm. A guy with an assault rifle murdered two people yesterday because of, uh, of the protests. It's, it's ridiculous. And so, yes, I understand we don't, you don't see color, and that's fine. I understand wh- where you're coming from, and that's a good place to be coming from. But the point is you, gotta, you have to see everybody as different and realize that life for the person sitting next to you is completely different than the person than you and the person sitting across from you is completely different than your life and you got you don't deal with the same issues as the guy you work with or the person down the hall or the guy next door or anything like that even though you might live in the same community each night on the baseball show we have the stat of the night Zombies on base percentage was 476. Stat of the night. Damon's on base, 324. Almeida's was 291. On the baseball show. Add that up and you get... Want me to speak? What up, honey, you get? 1092. On ESPN 1000. Tonight's stat of the night is zero. Lucas Giolito threw a no-hitter yesterday. We'll be back in two minutes. The baseball show with Black and Abdallah. On Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app.